Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live scent. Today we're on part three of our essential DNA of an MC. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about it. I have this problem that when I think about the essential DNA of an MC, I'm excited about all of them. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're so good. <laughs> but. <laughs> well, I, I mean, if I'm honest, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe this is my favorite thing to talk about. Yeah, that's right. But we, uh, who's in the room here? We've got uh, Yvonne on mic. Yo, How are you yo. doing today? Doing good. Feeling a little good? stuffy, but okay. that's okay. I mean, that's okay. Just keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And Jason on mic. How are hey, you? I'm, do- I'm doing great. Okay. Yeah, excited okay. to be here. Glad to be here. Vicky is making it happen as the engineer, yes, producer. Mm-hmm. She also is the one that offers opinions. After we finish recording, we're like, did it do, did we say it okay? And she's like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're good then. Let's let's keep going, but um, I I wanted to give uh, a, just a, a framework of why we're doing this because when we shared, there was a time where we shared. Um, it was you, Yvonne, actually before an MC training. Mm. We were preparing for the training, and and you, you were saying for the leaders. They want to be in Scott. We just have to tell them what are they in? What is the what is the thing they're in? What, what is does in what mean? Is the, what does it mean? Yeah. So that's that's just super fun. That uh, it was because of your encouragement. It's like okay, we need to really define hmm. if it's an MC. What is it? What is it? What happens? And so today, what what's the essential DNA we're talking about, Yvonne? Yeah. So it's the third one. The first time we talked about the Bible last week, we talked about learners talking. And today we're talking about the gospel being said out loud. Come on. <laughs> I think I'm right to have that be my I'm, favorite. I'm, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> well, I mean, should we, is it, should we say by default it's all of our favorites or? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah, it's I mean, not I my favorite. So. Oh. It's not. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, one thing that I want to share, we said a little bit of this in week one, mm-hmm. but I want to say it with just real clarity that these things that are, we're saying are essential parts of an MC, yes. we've actually put them in order on purpose. Mm-hmm. And the order is not to say the one is the most important and five is the least important. Right. It's actually thinking through what happens in our MCs. There's a flow of the activity. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it, it, it begins, like, we want our MCs to begin, the Bible is number one, yeah. because we want it to be that we're interacting with God's Word, that we're disciples of Jesus hearing from Him, and we're finding, like, He's saying things to us, so yeah. we want to start there. But then, once we're hearing what He says, then the learner's talking becomes, oh, I'm, I think it means this, I think Jesus is saying this, mm-hmm. or even better, I'm not believing this, I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I'm, that doesn't apply to me. And then after we're in this place where we're thinking, you know, oh, wow, I'm not believing this, it could leave us really, like, there's a sense of, like, oh, I'm a bad, like, this is this is disheartening, you know, or yeah. I don't get it, or I'm not there, or mm-hmm. I'm a bad, I, I just don't measure up to what the Bible's saying. Yeah. And so the third part becomes, like, an essential part. And I think even the order, uh, it, like, brings us to this part. It's like, yeah. we're offering something. Because the... Starting with the Bible gives everyone something to even respond and react to, yep. of to even start talking in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then if you never have a culture of learners talking, then there will be nothing 
said out loud. There won't be non-gospel said out loud first so that we can respond with the gospel. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, I, I love that. The non-gospel has to be said first, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like the sense, and I love that. This is the book Gospel Fluency, If like opening chapter, we're all non-believers, mm-hmm. yeah. right? We're all non-believers. There's parts where right now I'm not believing the gospel. I'm just not. And if we don't get into those spaces, mm-hmm. then it, it's like the beauty. It, it, we don't know how beautiful it is. It's like being thirsty makes the water taste yeah. like you're like, that's actually what I needed. Yeah. yeah. And just to be crystal clear, I mean, when we are saying the gospel said out loud, what do we mean by that when we're saying the gospel? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm afraid I'm going to talk too much in this podcast, but this is like my favorite thing to no. talk about. Come on. The, for me, this is the heart of Resonate Church. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is why we planted a church, because it's possible for churches to have the wrong message. Yeah. And I, I think uh, uh, I grew up in a church that believed in the, go- in the gospel of grace and in Jesus Christ, but the practical way that they communicated the message to me mm-hmm. was be good. You, you, have to, you have to earn it. You have to, do, you have to obey in order for God to be happy with you. Mm. And the gospel is a different message. The gospel says you cannot obey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you are not able to do the right thing. Either whatever it would take to make God happy with you, you're incapable. It's impossible. But at the very same time, he loves you mm-hmm. and fully accepts you. Mm. And so the wrong message is an earning message. That's right. Which we put in like a religion kind of thought, earning. And the gospel is always grace. Mm-hmm. It's right. this, what you cannot earn has been offered to you by the grace of, of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And, I mean, that's been the heartbeat of Resonate. If you hang out a little while, you realize that that is the theme of every single sermon <laughs> we've ever preached yeah. in the entire existence yeah. of Resonate Church. Yeah. So. And even as we're saying the gospel said out loud, it doesn't mean to say that exact spiel so that Scott that. said every single time. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just... One way to say it is because totally. <laughs> yeah. I just want to. We're just going super crystal yeah. clear on that. You made yeah. some people nervous. I, I need to I rewind. Can't, I can't talk. <laughs> yeah. I need to memorize well, that. That yeah. was five and a half minutes long. Well, this is one of the most amazing things mm-hmm. about what God's done at Resonate is I think so many people here. Mm-hmm. Like you could walk through our lobby, and there are people who really truly see it and know it. Like they see that grace, mm-hmm. and they have vocabulary to talk about what you cannot earn. Mm-hmm. You know the grace that's come to us through the the good news. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think just to even help our people be able to say pieces of the gospel or mm-hmm. identify yeah. the gospel. That's why we did break up yeah. this the gospel into like these five gospel frameworks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there are we have a whole like series on that. Yeah, a didn't we do podcast. a whole podcast series? We yeah, did. It's, yeah, it's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. We hope everyone will listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, real, really quickly, what that, those frameworks are is it, it starts with news, not advice. Mm-hmm. So the gospel me- literally means good news. So religion is always going to give you advice. Go be good, right? News is like, Jesus was good for you. <laughs> He's already done it. It's already happened. It's a report of something that's already happened. Um, Jesus the hero rather than us, right? So it's like Jesus is the one that did the work. Uh, it's comprehensive, which means we're worse than we think and more loved at the same time, and it's biblical. You'll find it in the Bible. 
And every time you hear it, the fifth part of the framework, it, it's like a bird. It feels like weight came off of you. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's so beautiful. That's mm. amazing. Yeah. And I hope everyone will like listen to those, those past podcasts and, and grasp it. But I, I'm actually, if I were telling someone at another church, like what's marvelous about Resonate, it's, it's how many disciples really know the gospel and, and believe it and see it. Yeah. That was one of the things that I encountered when I first came here two and a half years ago, which was I would I start having conversations with people, both on staff, um, not on staff, and what I began to hear people say is, um, well, and that's because I'm not believing a part of the gospel. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not receiving it, and I and which I'm like, wait, what did you just say? Because mm-hmm. um, I just didn't have that language yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's very much a, a language that we use here, yep. but. I was blown away by just that, how many people I would run into, yep. and they could articulate. They could articulate exactly what the gospel meant mm-hmm. in, in their own way. And, yep. in, and even though it was their own words, oh, yeah, yeah you got it. Oh, yeah. Praise God. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Ryan and I were talking just uh, yesterday about um, the, the hope that churches would be planted and that we could send gospel-centered people to other churches, and even the idea of like training dis- other churches, like how how to disciple people so that the gospel would actually be in them. Yeah. And um, I, I'm an, I probably shouldn't even say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Jim, Jim is the new executive pastor, and he's always so encouraging. He affirms me, and he's like, Scott, there's a discipleship pastor. It's amazing. Look at what, like, the choices you've made and the way you're leading has this gospel actually in people. And I, I know he's, like, sincerely affirming, but I realize it's not any, it's not that we have a program for MCs. Mm-hmm. That's not what did it. I think it's a thousand sermons yeah. And it's a thousand MC groups where you're sharing the non-gospel mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and being with someone who loves you, who's like walking with you and, right. and saying, helping you to see where you're believing you have to earn something mm-hmm. and to see the grace that Jesus has actually given you. I think it's like soaking in it for years that yeah. that's happened at Resonate. Sure. Making it so, so special, so yeah. beautiful. It's the hearing gospel messages on yep. a, at a service and then being able to talk about it in a small group. Yep. So for adults at Resonate, that's through MCs. Mm-hmm. With students, that's through res students. Come with on. kids, it's through res kids. That's right. And that's pretty much how you become fluent in the gospel. It's the it is the main place that we get to practice those things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's a, a part of it. There because the gospel is news. News has to be shared out loud. So there, there will always be a part of proclaiming the gospel, the essential nature of it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's what that's what's happening. But that alone, it's like it needs to be massaged into our hearts mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah, and I, I love that. That's like I think that's sort of a definition of discipleship. It's like trying to believe the gospel more, mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying to get it farther into places where mm-hmm. you're where you're not believing it. And um, and that's I mean that's the mission of our missional communities. That's what we're wanting to to see happen. Um, so in the gospel being said out loud, um, what would happen in an MC where we didn't the go- No one said the gospel out loud in the MC. Hmm. Well, I think people would very quickly 
and I, I mean this, I, I think people would very quickly turn to, naturally, by the way, naturally turn to a mentality of I need to get and be better. Yeah, I need to better myself. Mm-hmm. So I need to work harder at who I am mm-hmm. at what I'm doing so that I can show God that I'm serious about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would even follow the natural progression if we start with the Bible and then we start talking about what it really means. It leaves us going, oh, I don't measure up. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that there's so much that happens outside of the MC. Like, mm. it's almost like hearing the gospel said out loud in MCs is one of the few regular spaces that we have where non-gospel is dismantled. Yes, because we are completely surrounded by non-gospel culture wow. in our schools, even if it's a Christian school. That's oh right. my gosh. Um, maybe, maybe especially, especially. <laughs> in Christian schools. It's like, ah! Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. in, in our workplaces, in like the, the groups or affiliations that we're a part of, it's all based on non-gospel things. And so, mm-hmm. in fact, most of our MCs Non-gospel is said a lot. Yes. You know? And yes. so it, it, if that is happening in your MC, please don't feel, like, guilty or ashamed yeah. for that. That is just the natural direction that the flesh goes. But the this whole is world all is the more yeah. that we must aspire, that we want this to be one of the essential DNA of our MCs. Mm-hmm. Because it's, yeah, it's that chance for the light to pierce through the darkness. Yeah. Yep. I... I think of it, too, from Romans chapter 1, where Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, mm-hmm. for it's the power of God for salvation for everyone who would believe. And, and the word power comes from the same Greek word that we would get dynamite from. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, he's like, the gospel is the dynamite. It's the thing, the explosive thing that mm-hmm. cat- catastrophically transforms, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Tim Keller, he, he shared a, a message talking about what the gospel does and how um, it, if you have a rock, a piece of granite, and you put dynamite on the outside, it'll just blow and shear off the side. It, it, it won't be catastrophic change to the granite. It will just like bounce off the outside edge. But if you took time to drill into it, if you have a, a drill boring a hole deep into it, mm. Then that that drill hole doesn't really change the granite either. Mm-mm. But what if you drill all the way in and then put the dynamite inside the rock and then it explodes? Then it's it, it transformational, like something huge and amazing happens. And I, I think of it that way for what we're doing in our MCs. We're like as our as we're learners are talking and we're processing this. It's like we're getting farther down. Mm-hmm. That's like the drilling that's taking place yeah. going in. But what's the payload? What's the dynamite, right? So if someone's confessing, oh, as a parent, I just feel like I'm struggling. I'm, my kids aren't doing well, and I feel like a failure. And we don't ever give the gospel to that. Like we could drill down and go, oh, you're inadequate. Yep, yep, yep. You don't have enough. You're not earn. You know, if you put pressure on earning, you'll never actually have. It's like truth boring its way in. But what really transforms is when we hear the gospel, like. That oh yeah we're actually worse than we think but but you're more loved than you know mm-hmm. like 
or, or believing that God has a plan for your children, even though you can't, you, you as a failed parent, mm. there's a perfect parent that loves them and is working everything for good for them. You know, so like the gospel then becomes the the explosion. It's the payload. Well, I mean, and Yvonne said it. You know, we're surrounded by non-gospel everywhere in our lives, and I think we would be foolish to think or to assume that we're not impacted by that. Yeah. That it's not swaying our, our mind, our hearts, that it's not affecting our, our very souls. Yeah. And so when you talk about the gospel being the dynamite, you know, there are things that we're aware of, and, and so there are inadequacies and, and whatnot that we're totally aware of, and, and we know that those are there. But it's interesting, though, when, especially when people who are, maybe they're new to Resonate, and they've not been in a gospel environment at all. So they're mm-hmm. coming, they're hearing the sermons, and they're loving it, and they, they don't know exactly why they love it, but, mm-hmm. but it's, um, they don't have the words yet. Mm-hmm. And then they get involved in an MC, mm-hmm. and they're aware of, the, of the, 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 the things that are keeping them you know, in bondage and whatnot, and then that, got, then that MC leader is just drilling down and mm-hmm. like and sets off the gospel. Yeah. And it's not just the things that they're aware of, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm sure we've all seen it where people begin to uh, the strongholds that they didn't even know were there right. begin to crumble, yes. begin to crack. Yep. And they and they realize, "Oh, it's not just that I'm having a hard time with anger issues as a parent. It's mm-hmm. oh, it's not just that I'm continuing to go into debt." Yeah. It's actually something much deeper in my own heart, yep. and only the gospel, yep. only the gospel can set you free. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I, I'm sure we all do. I get a kick when you see people, when it, when it clicks, yeah. and you go, oh, there it is. You know, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, and this is, I, like, it can feel maybe... Maybe if we have a non-gospel approach as MC leaders, we're like, oh, I have to say the gospel every week. I have to do it. And we're like, well, well do you? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and a, a couple thoughts. This is why we've intentionally formed MCs around sermon discussion. Because the commitment of the elders of Resonate Church is that every single week, Jesus is going to be the hero of the sermon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to Amen. come back every single week. So there's no question. There, it's never going to be advice. We're mm-hmm. not going to give spiritual advice. Like every single week, we're going to point out you're more of a sinner than you think, but you're mm-hmm. more loved than you know. Every single week, it's going to be biblical. Like every single week, the sermon is going to have gospel content. I, I had a I had a conversation with a guy about that. He was coming to our church, and he was kind of newer, and and uh, he said his his words. Said, look, I get it. We preach the gospel every week. Like, why does it need to happen every single week? Mm. And I said, I feel like if your attitude is, oh, <laughs> go, yeah. I, I, I had some chips to cash in. Yeah, Shepherd and I said, and, look, I, yeah, I feel like good. if if your attitude is, I don't need to hear this, yeah. then you don't understand. Yeah. Maybe you maybe you don't understand fully. Like, is that fair? Like, maybe not fully. Yeah, because mm-hmm. because I'll I just shared. Look, I. Sometimes there are there at the end of the sermon I'm like okay here we go I know where I know where he's going with this and that is see that's me not believing the gospel is endlessly wonderful yeah and I'm I'm it's old it has become old hat yes and that means I don't get it mm-hmm. and I still have more to learn yeah well and because that's the commitment of every sermon that also is the equipping that we give to our MC leaders mm-hmm. for this very DNA. Yes. And I think something that sometimes like I still think about is 
well, how come we just don't do Bible studies for mm-hmm. our MCs? Yeah. And again, is studying the Bible awesome, wonderful, good? Should we do yes. it? Absolutely. Yeah. And that is why it is part of our essentials too. It's essential number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if we only did Bible study, then that wouldn't ensure that the gospel is said every time either. Yeah, and, that's true. And that and that's really important because sometimes th- there are certain passages that don't so directly point to that, and you'd yeah. have to be like uber, uber fluent yes. in the gospel f- to draw that out of yeah. every single passage in the well, Bible. It's possible to take every passage of the Bible and miss the interpretation, mm-hmm. miss the gospel. For sure. And, I mean, Jesus, that's his critique of the Pharisees. He says, in, you search the scriptures because in them you think you have mm-hmm. the eternal life, but these are they that testify of me. Yeah. He's basically saying, you Pharisees have taken, you've memorized the Old Testament. Yeah. You've memorized it yeah. looking for what will lead you to eternal life, but you've missed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's possible to have Bible memorized and miss Jesus, mm-hmm. right? It's... And, you know, it's possible to go, oh, David and Goliath is about me. I have to be brave and fight a giant yeah. and miss that it's actually about a little boy from Bethlehem mm-hmm. who would become king mm-hmm. and win a victory, though no one in his kingdom lifted a finger themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? <clears throat> Who's that really about? <laughs> right? So, but it's very possible to miss that. Yeah. So, um, and and I, you're, I love it too, because we don't want to be less than the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like we want... If we're training disciples and we're not including learning how to read and study the Bible, mm-hmm. we're not actually training disciples, mm-hmm. right? It is essential DNA. Um, but in our two hours every week, we want to get into the scripture. We want to figure out what we're not believing in. Right. And then we want to articulate the fulfillment of the scripture. Yeah. It's pointing to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one. And just to just again, I mean that flow is on purpose, and yep. that's that's not to say that if your group one week doesn't go that route, you yeah. know, for whatever reason, like that doesn't mean you failed. But that, but how we have laid out those the essentials of the DNA, there is purpose behind it, and um, I think it would be good to to consider that if you're willing to. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we also know that there are lots of rich and really good resources out there to yeah. help you on your own to study the Bible, oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. there's far, far less in helping you to become fluent in the gospel, mm-hmm. to yeah. see Jesus in everything. Yeah. And so that's why we really zero in on that through our MCs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And why the MCs are tying to the sermon, because mm-hmm. the sermon will have it. The dynamite yeah. will be there. Yeah. And then it brings it a shared experience we've all had, sort of doing a Bible study mm-hmm. together on Sunday. Yep. And then we bring that and start talking, where am I not believing it? And then our hope is in your MC that the dynamite explodes. Yeah. Like, oh, that God would give us that miracle where something transformational happens mm-hmm. as people hear it. Um, what are some practical ways to say the gospel in our MCs? Say it out loud. Yeah, I think um, something that has been really helpful through my MCs is to highlight whenever someone says the gospel and mm-hmm. and to celebrate that it's yeah. said. Yeah, I would almost say pause everything. Mm-hmm. Say, stop, everyone, do you hear what just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, make the biggest celebration about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that sets us free too because I, I would feel pressure as a leader if I have to be the one who says the gospel out loud, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would almost be like, oh no, I didn't, I can't do it as good as Ryan did on <laughs> Sunday. Or, you know, I, I'm sure my apprentice felt sometimes like, oh, I can't say it as good as Scott. Like, I'm sure that happened. 
but the goal isn't that the leader says it. Mm -hmm. The goal is that someone in the MC says it. That's right. <laughs> it's probably better if someone else says <laughs> it. Like that means like something's happening, something's transferring. Yeah, and that person, short of like you highlighting it and celebrating it, they might not even realize that they just said the gospel. That's right. Because yeah, and they're just talking. Yeah, and so it helps them to understand. Oh my gosh, like I did say the gospel. Yeah, like that's yeah. really cool. I'm growing in it. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? So and so just said it's grace. It's Jesus. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that's really good. I I think too the, um, the idea of that person saying it, um, it's, it, it has an affirmation effect for them to yeah. be able to say it again later. Like we're like, we're like developing that, mm -hmm. that habit. This is like part of what we're doing. It's like fluency is taking place, you know? Um, and I love that you're right. Sometimes it happens. We don't even recognize it. You know? Yeah. I would say though, what's the role of a leader then is, um, sometimes, if someone shares something, and it's happened in my MC where someone shares their struggle and someone else just shares advice, gives them something they're supposed to mm. do in order to fix it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I would love it if someone else said the gospel, but if no one else does, then I'm like, let me say it here. Let me point to you to what, like this is what the, the sermon was saying. This mm -hmm. is where the gospel was in the sermon. Mm -hmm. you know, this is where the grace is that yeah. we need. You know, so it's almost like the leader isn't the one that has to say it every week, but we're just the ones that are like trying to make sure that it, if it was, if it's dynamite, that the dynamite is there yeah. every week. Mm -hmm. What would you offer to leaders and apprentices when they hear someone offer advice? Yeah. To a problem, and how do you? Oh yeah. How Come do you on. lovingly <laughs> correct, redirect? You know, make sure that the gospel is said. Been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've probably taken two different strategies with that, depending mm -hmm. on the situation. Sometimes it goes by pretty quick. It's like the person offers advice: you should, and mm -hmm. you know, do this. You know, uh, and. If if it goes by pretty quick, I'll probably grab the reins and just say, I think as we look at this passage or the part of the sermon, there's mm -hmm. actually MC guides. I love this. This is like practical how to say the gospel. We're going to give you a question or two in the MC guide mm -hmm. that if you read out loud, will draw you straight into the gospel. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's like, so I might just go straight to that, mm -hmm. sort of not pointing out that we just had an advice thing happen and just pull to the positive of yeah. what it is. If it's a bigger moment, I might explain to everyone what's happening and, and not, not pointing out to correct that person, but just saying to everyone, like, we're always trying to find a way to do it. And mm -hmm. if we put the pressure back on us, it, it, it is a burden. Um, but there's actually another way. There's actually something else. And so I might be a bit more overt, mm -hmm. I guess, if it was like a pregnant moment, like yeah. a big, big, like everyone was really going, wow, and, you know, feeling like, mm -hmm. oh, that person just got advice. It's not advice. You feel burden. Yeah. Anytime you're given spiritual advice that's based on you and what you're supposed to do, you feel burden. Mm -hmm. So I think in the group, when I feel that burden, I'm, I'm going to address it every time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a much more like kind of abrupt mm -hmm. <laughs> personality. Mm -hmm. And so at times when people are giving advice, 
I'll share because I feel it in my heart too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like I just said, or I was about to say more advice mm -hmm. to what so-and-so just shared. And then I'll open it up to the whole group and just say, hey, but what what gospel framework would actually apply to what yeah. the sister shared right now? <clears throat> and then everyone can kind of like come in and chime in. Oh, I think it's this one or that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've I've done I've done similar things to that, and it's and by the way, it's always like different in the moment. Yeah. yeah Every right. situation <laughs> is, is so different because yeah. there's been times there's been times where people have have given advice. And and again, like then the conversation just kept going, and I either I missed it or it just wasn't there. And and then I went to the person afterwards and said, "Hey, you know, during the discussion tonight, so and so said to you, and you know what? Did that feel like advice or did that feel like good news? Mm -hmm. And and it's I felt kind of like I needed to go do something. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So and then walk with them. But I, I have also <laughs> okay. So one time. I somebody was sharing straight up advice, and I watched the room go, yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm watching uh -huh. it, and and in my mind, and I think no! I, I think I looked at Michelle, and Michelle was giving me the look like, mm, what are you gonna do? <laughs> and and, uh, and so I I literally not literally, but I figuratively jumped in mm -hmm. and said, can I just pause us for a moment? Mm -hmm. And just I, I just I'm gonna be that guy, and and that's where. You know, last week we talked about learners are talking. This was an opportunity for me to actually step in and say, "I need to let, let's redirect here, or let's 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 consider this for a moment." And I've only had to do that one time, and it worked. Um, but it, like, it needed to. Everyone was just so into it. So s there may be times where you have to step in mm -hmm. and stop the advice giving because everyone is is affirming it and. Yeah. We yeah. don't want the and not to even walk to shame, but even just oh to no, share. not at all. Yeah, for sure. Just to be like, man, in our natural heart to like love and protect and care for this person, yes. we have been trying to. Our, we've been giving into our natural inclination to just fix because we don't want our friend to be in peril and pain anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, let's let's draw this back to the gospel. Well, those and, were better words yeah. than I used. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I really, don't do that all the time. <laughs> I like the five frameworks of the gospel too, because mm -hmm. I, I think if we can break it up into the parts, mm -hmm. then it gives you like a strategy almost of like what you can affirm, yes. right? Like comprehensive means we're both more sinful and more loved at the same time. And so if someone's saying something like, no, you're, you're great. You're a great person. Everyone should be like you. Then, okay, I, I, we have a comprehensive problem, yeah. mm -hmm. right? So my correction is going to be pulling the other side of what mm -hmm. they're doing and, and to be saying, you know, actually, the Bible's even telling us more, though. Mm -hmm. It's saying we haven't lived up to what yeah. we're... That's right. Have you, do you feel like you've obeyed Jesus perfectly? You know, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm bringing into balance, yeah. right? And you could easily do it That's the other way. That's non-gospel spoken the to exactly. give you a chance to Come on. Yeah. The learner it. was talking, mm -hmm. right? And so that non-gospel was spoken and gives it a chance. The other way could be just the same. They're mm -hmm. like, I'm horrible. I bring nothing to the table. Yeah. Everything's wrong. I'm like, God must hate me. Then I'm like, but in my mind, I'm thinking comprehensive. So I swing it to the other way and say, but the cross means mm. he knew all your sin already. Mm. <laughs> and in full knowledge of everything, he died for you. Mm. What does that say to you? <laughs> right? Full acceptance. Right? And so by, by recognizing the, the, the gospel framework, 
then I know I know what the correction is mm-hmm. yeah. when the non-gospel is being said out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same way if like it's you're the hero, right? Yeah. Oh, you should, you should. I'm like, the gospel would say something like, Jesus already, Jesus already, right? So there's, it just gives you the way to to get in there and communicate it. So, um, I I love this and I I love it too because what we're wanting to happen, um, I, if I were to describe it. It's 2 Corinthians where Paul's talking and he says, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the all-surpassing power is of God and not of us, right? Mm. We are the ones who have been given the treasure. As an MC leader and an MC apprentice, God has graciously given us the treasure. And in our MCs, this is the space where this treasure gets shared. The, That's right. The treasure isn't you and your wisdom. The treasure is the, the good news of the yeah. grace of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, it's the gospel of grace. And, and this is the heart of what we're doing. We want everyone everywhere to know this gospel. So it's really the fuel of discipleship. It's yeah. the main thing. But it is not the last essential. No, it's not. Nope. No, it, the, the essentials <laughs> continue on. Like if this treasure is here, we have to ask who else needs it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that'll be our discussion next week. Can't wait to talk about it. Awesome.